0: Like, you know, listen, I'll wash my hands. Yeah. I don't wash my hands. (laughs) Good. What's my quote? The Babylonians have sinks with fucking soap? They did not. Yeah. I don't wash my hands. (laughs) No, probably not. When was that invented, Pete? Maybe 50 years ago, washing your hands? Yeah. I don't wash my hands. Maybe. It's all been
1: downhill since then, too, if you really think about it. Think about it, bro. (laughs)
0: What'd they have? What'd they have? The fucking, uh, uh, uh. What, what, everyone, The Plague? The Plague, yeah, okay. And that's no. like getting money, I'm on my
1: thug again. Trying to stack a little dog, trying to catch a win. And next time I drop a coupe, it's gonna be a twin turbo. Always been a G, when I ain't never been a herd, though. Well I'm switching lanes, it should call a nigga swerve.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price. Yep. And this is a boys-only episode. Another one. Thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. Continue to tell your family and friends about us. That's kind of our fee for the show. We don't ask much. Just if you get anything out of our episodes, kind of spread the word, tell a friend, tell someone you think it would affect or make someone laugh, um, co-worker, everything. Uh, it would mean the world. Or if you want to make fun of us, that's fine too. That's too, you know, you we'll, t- we'll take it. So um, guys, thanks again. If you could share our content, it would be amazing. Uh, with that YouTube, subscribe and uh, hit that notification, guys, so you know every time we post. We've been posting a lot of shorts on them, which is almost clips. Um, like yeah. like TikTok clips on our YouTube. Um, but yeah, we're just trying to grow. So thank you. Tell us if you like that. Um, end of the episode today, we, uh, we're going to put a little bit more structure to it as far as kind of our points and what we wanted to go through um, just to kind of clear our heads and make sure our vision is great. Sometimes we get a little lost in the sauce. A little lost. Um, so a little bit more structure, but we kind of just wanted to have a few points, some lighter, some more heavy. Um, that we've been kind of kicking around.
1: So, and yeah, I guess give us, we'd love to have some feedback too on like how you feel about the content. We've obviously been doing more boys only episodes lately, uh, which we definitely enjoy a lot. Yeah. So, let us know if you like that or you prefer to see yeah. us with the guests. Um, and as far as like, you know, the content itself, you, you, obviously we've kind of been on a roll of, you know, our good habits and routines yeah. and wanting to like share that with you guys. And so, let us know if you're into that, or you know what direction you want to see, yeah. and what, what you want to hear from us because we're doing last, it for you guys.
0: One last point we uh, we find a lot that we you know we say all these guests we have these podcasts with these guests, and you know we have snippets of our story throughout our personal stories, but you know you we never really get the full the full backstory because we don't mm. have three hours to talk. Um, when this comes out, at that point we did go on the local podcast MSCS Media yep. uh, with Tommy. Uh, And it was amazing. Great guy. We learned a lot. We laughed. We had serious conversations, but we really dove uh, in one whole discussion into Pete and I's past.
1: Three Um, hours, bro.
0: Three hours. And um, thank you for Tommy. Thank you to Rob. Thank you to the MSCS Media Project. Um, They're amazing guys. Give them a like and subscribe to them as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you do want kind of the whole story behind me and Pete or you're a recent listener and you didn't really get the whole backstory, it's going to be there. So it's a basically a three-hour episode with us chopping it up about life.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: Um, so that's that. That's going to be out when you guys get this. First uh, talking point today I wanted to talk about is identity. Um, I picked up this book, Ed Milet. I would say I got like three mentors when it comes to like personal development space, and Ed Milet's one of them. Um, I just find a lot of my quality or what I think would be qualities within myself in the way he talks. So he just put out a book called One More and or The Power of One More, and uh, – a lot of the book is about identity. He makes the comparison to identity being basically your thermostat of life, right? And basically, n- whether every, anything is going on in your personal life or in the external or anything like that, your identity is al- always gonna regulate the temperature in your life. It's like, you know, it could be 95 degrees outside, but if you set your thermostat to 72, the house is gonna be 72, because that's what it's regulated at. So in life, if the higher you go is the better you're doing, if you jump your identity t- from a 72 to a 76, Everything around you picks up and all your standards pick up with that. So, like, exactly. So, like, to my comparison, I would say I had a low temperature identity a year ago. And in the past six months, I've worked to kind of raise that temperature of my identity, and everything around me has been affected. Um, So, identity is amazing, guys. When you think about your identity and what you change with your daily habits, that's ultimately who you are. And uh, your identity works through what he talks about, which is the RAS, which is the reticular activating system. You ever bought a new car and you start driving in that new car and automatically when you're driving on the road, you see all these same cars pass you by? Yes. They were always there before, but you never recognize them, right? right? Because now you have... USB USBC. Correct. (laughs) Fuck USBC. (laughs) Um... But that's now the filter in your life. You know, you, you see all these cars drive by, or, or you know, maybe say someone with the same job as you when you're out at a bar and you hear like, ooh, I'm a construction guy, you like turn because right, that's 100%. that's the internal filter. So the RAS is ultimately the filter within your life that that cultivates your identity because it's basically what you're accepting and what you're looking at, you know. Um, and uh, he uses that car analogy, but like say you're on a diet, and now your identity is to eat healthy food. If you go to a buffet, you're only gonna be looking for the green beans, the chicken, the rice, the this, that. The pizza and the, and the bullshit automatically is filtered out. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is the regulation on your life, and that's ultimately your identity. Um, also, with, with an identity shift compared to a challenge or a diet, when your identity changes and the standards in your life change, I, you know, I made a post about it yesterday. I'd finished 75 hard. But I said, this time around, it wasn't a challenge for me. It was an identity shift. And with that, what I'm saying is like, no longer is it a question of I'm going to the gym. It's I'm going to the gym. No longer is it a question of, you know, me eating right. It's just me eating right. And I stopped thinking about it. You stop questioning these things because they're simply like you. It's like your DNA, your blood. Um, So it was cool because I finished 75 hard and automatically the next morning I woke up with this identity shift of I, I know it's the first day I could have off in 75 days to rest and do nothing, but mm-hmm. I want to go to the gym, so I went to the right. gym, you know? Yeah. And, uh... So
1: let me ask you something. If you
0: think that your inner thermostat is cold
1: mm-hmm. and you're trying to change your identity... Yep. Um, Short of doing 75 hard, yeah. what do you think the steps are to start moving in the right direction?
0: So identity um, is ultimately self-trust. And the way you build self-trust is by keeping to your word, to mm-hmm. your point last week. So when you say you're going to do something and then you actually follow through on it and do it. You know, I'm not eating carbs today or I'm not eating this today. Or, you know, I'm working out twice today or I'm going to call 30 cold calls today compared to 10. Right. And you, and you raise that um, and you say you're going to do that and then you do it. Yes. Ultimately, you start to trust yourself and you're like, you no longer question anything to compare it to the bitch and the boss voice. The bitch voice goes away. You know, mm. it's it's ultimately all that. Um, but it's just backing up on this stuff you say you're going to do and finishing them. Holding and, yourself accountable. Correct. And when you start to build that self-trust, um, you know, in your identity shifts over time. That's why like a 75 soft is great, because if you just put little things like I'm going to make my bed today and then you do it. And and I'm gonna make uh, our these calls today and you do it, or I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get flowers for my girl today and then you do it. Your word has value. And, and you're not, building that muscle. And you're building that muscle, not even value to you, value to the world. So when you say you're gonna do something and people are like, yeah, he's probably gonna do it. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. sick. People notice that shit too. A hundred percent. Um and that's why I know like my posts about me doing stuff have more validity now because people are like, oh, okay, they've seen what, the father. Correct. Um yeah. so, it's adjusting your temperature, guys. Um, it's 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 doing the, the hard things and then backing it up and doing it. You know, doing the things that aren't in your typical you know schedule daily, and that's creating new habits ultimately. Um, and it's the filter of your life. You know, it, it's accepting. You know, if you're a great partner to to your wife or husband or, or girlfriend or boyfriend, and that's your standard, you're going to remain that. You're not going to dip from that because that's your identity as a partner. So um, I would recommend. You gain this identity shift in this confidence through, through just doing the same things you're going to do and start slow. You know, start by, I'm writing a gratitude list tomorrow and that's it. Start by making your bed. Start by a, a consistent little morning routine. Do that. Gain trust in yourself with that and then start to take bigger steps. Mm-hmm. But with that confidence, you know you're going to follow through on it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I would say.
1: Well said. What you got, Pete? Um, Something I was thinking about, again, from being on MSCS and talking about our stories and, you know, talking about my journey through the restaurant world and the hospitality business um, and starting managing Kachina when I was 19, I was just kind of like thinking back on it and how funny of a time that was and how funny it was to even be in that position, 19 years old, running a nightclub, you know, kicking people out for being under 21 when I was under 21 myself um but also a big part of that and like I think something that made me grow quickly uh you know as a young adult was being in a setting where you know I was managing sometimes people that were like 35 40 years Mm -hmm. old you know and having to tell them what to do and and be their manager um it was a weird situation to be in but also it forced me to kind of uh, adapt and figure out how do I establish respect in in this setting you know and um i thought it was something that probably we would have a good conversation about because you being in your position you know you're a young business owner in construction i'm sure some of your employees are probably double your age correct um so i wanted to hear your insight but i mean it kind of almost ties into the point we were just saying of like doing the things you say you're going to do that was almost going to be my point of like how i got through you know that point of my employment and, and gaining respect in that setting yeah um was by you know. Doing the things that I expected of my employees. I didn't really ask them to do anything that I couldn't do myself yep. or wouldn't wasn't willing to try myself. Yep. Um, and just leading by example. Um, and it sort of goes back to, you know, following through and doing the things that you say you're going to do. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your take on that as well. yeah
0: so uh, just like personal identity guys you have a professional identity um, mm-hmm. and that's what your coworkers see or the people who work for you see um, and it's a standard you set in a professional sense of these are my expectations this is who I am and I deliver or I don't deliver on those mm-hmm. um, if you say in a professional setting I'm gonna do XYZ tonight and then you don't follow through on them your your subordinates or your people who work for you or coworkers are like right. well he's full of shit and that happens all the time at professional settings you know right. I'm gonna get you this bid buy X, or yeah, I'm gonna do that, or I'm gonna clean the bar down tonight, and then you just don't, or you don't do it to quality. Yep. Um, and when you're, as a boss figure or anything like that, um, you have to set this identity and this culture of this is how we work. You right. set the standard, the standard for everything, and then it trickles down, all okay. the way down to your your barbacks and your security guys and everywhere, mm-hmm. um, of the standard. And, uh, and so that's what I would say, Prompted me to get respect from my guys who give me the uh, you're younger than my son all the time You know, and it's interesting because we've had a lot of the same subcontractors for a while So they were with me six years ago when I was digging the ditches when I was doing the labor and I didn't know anything Um, And they've kind of seen me grow so they have respect for that because they know that how hard I've worked But it was a shift when I showed up one day from the dirty t-shirt to the the button-down shirt, you know And and you could tell they were kind of taken back by it. Mm
1: -hmm. I think that's an important point, too, is, you know, when you're in that, I I came from having done every position in the restaurant prior to managing, you know, it's not like I just got put in a management position, I had worked my way up through every position, so that being said, I kind of was pretty well versed in each area of the restaurant, you know, so I was pretty educated on how to handle most situations and how to do most jobs, and I think that's important, too, is like, educate, if you have employees, educating yourself on what it is that you're asking of those employees and pretty much being able to do what you expect your employees
0: to do. Here's the thing as a boss figure, all you're gonna get all day is questions. Questions, putting out fires, bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's really not great stuff you get delivered as a boss. Um, And uh, you have to have this problem solving ability, but you have to have the knowledge of. Everything and that's how you gain respect when my guys come to me and they have a question I know the question like the back of my hand I know these blueprints like the back of my fucking hand, you know And I know everything down to the measurements down to the square footage down to the wall type down to everything Mm -hmm. You want to gain respect for people? There's no way as a boss. They could say yeah as a young arrogant asshole But the kid knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know, I'll take that all day
1: Um, And to play the opposite side of the coin too because obviously me as a 19 year old manager I was good at like every position that I had held yeah. at the restaurant, but I can't say like I'm an expert on yeah. it. I was in a brand new restaurant that I had never worked in before. Yeah. So I didn't know how the systems worked at Kachina because I had just done every position yeah. at Bradley's. So obviously from Bradley's to Kachina, things were fucking different. Yeah. So in that position, I was big on if I didn't know how to do something, I didn't pretend like I did. Yeah. I asked questions to the people who had been there for a long time that did know what they were doing. So they to you know, give them the respect that they sort of deserved, because obviously they had been in this yeah. position, they know how to handle it, and saying, how would you handle this? Or how do we usually do this here? I did that for probably the first week or two, asked a lot of questions, and just said, how do you guys normally do things here? And then took a mental note of, okay, that doesn't seem very efficient, we should do this differently, but that gave it some time you know, to see how the processes worked before sure. I just came in first day, and was like, ah, that's wrong, we're doing it my way. You know? yeah. um, and obviously there's certain settings where that you might be right the first yeah, yeah, day yeah. you walked in, uh, but if you are in a position where you aren't an expert necessarily in your field, um, or you're in a room full of people who are just as educated or knowledgeable as you are, if not more, I think it's important to give those people the respect that they sort of deserve at the same time.
0: It's a huge thing. You have to treat them as people. The the most, the best. It's in the book I just read, The Power of Belief, but the best bosses or CEOs or whatever, they treat their employees like people. They ask them about their wife or their kids or Mm -hmm. this or that, Um, and there's a respect there. It's not like I'm telling you what to do. It's like, hey, we're on the same team here, bro. Let's just be the best we could be. Um, So when you find that you do that, and then you back it up with the knowledge, um, and and you have a standard, people respect that. Like, for instance, uh, on the construction site, I like my shit clean. I like my, my shit swept, swept up, clean. So when a client walks in, they're like, holy fuck, this is a construction site and it's clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a standard I set. Right. So before any con- contractor comes in, a different one. So say the plumbers were here on Tuesday and it's Wednesday. If the plumbers come in and there's, you know, PVC clippings on the floor and there's sawdust and there's this or sort of that, the electricians are going to come in and they're going to say, okay, I'm going to leave my wire snips on the floor right. and call it a day. Every fucking day when they walk in, it's clean. Right. So at the end of the day, I say, hey, guys, you know, do you mind cleaning up? Clean. And it's the standard. Right. They can't say, well, it was already dirty. That would be the easy excuse. It, it would right. just like, you know, guys, I, I ask you to clean up. Forget, stop 15 minutes early and do that. Mm. So the second thing, this isn't narcissistic, but... In the past two years i've signed three million dollars with the contracts as a 25 26 and 27 year old kid or mm-hmm. almost 27 year old kid to people double or double and a half my age um they they're retired they're in a different tax bracket they're they're awesome people but they've had a lot of life experience and they're signing a contract to a kid who i work alongside my dad they know my dad's a part of it but in, in the end of the day they're handing me the check and and me the contract and the way you get their respect and you sell something is by knowing something on the back of your hand. You know, if you're at a bar and you're like a questionable drink, like, hey, like I'm thinking about getting a white Russian or, you know, something like that. Like, what is that? And mm-hmm. the bartender goes, it's an amazing cocktail with this liqueur and this, and you put it all yeah. together. Right at the top of your head, you're getting that sale. You know you're absolutely getting it, Mm -hmm. but if you're like, "Mm, let me check, and I don't know, I'd never get that ordered, and you're unconfident about it, they're not gonna order a White Russian, um, and say that's a premium drink. They shouldn't order a White Russian. Correction, they're trash. (laughs) Um, That's the only like specialty cocktail I could think of. I was gonna say like screwdriver, but come on. Um, No offense. You know what a screwdriver is. Vodka orange? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on. It's just I, stupid that I, that's I, a thing, you know? I why do you need a yeah, name yeah, for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. I guess. Um, you're a douchebag if you yeah, yeah, you're a yeah. screwdriver. The worst people are, like, the guys that go to the bar and order, like, a vodka soda, but they call it, like, a, you know, you know, like... That's a, how I feel about a screwdriver. Yeah, yeah, why don't yeah, you just yeah, say vodka? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, No offense to people. Dude. Yeah, whatever. Yes. Um, but... But yeah, guys, that's how I gain my respect. Uh, ultimately, yeah, it's like a weird it. it's a weird position and step to take and, and put yourself in. Um and you're going to get the weird looks and you're going to get the comments.
1: It's going to be uncomfortable for a little bit, but yeah. that's like where you get your most growth, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situations. And
0: ultimately, over a long period of time, people can't respect you if you know what the fuck you're talking about. Period. Yeah, right. You know, they could they could hate on your personality, but they can't respect they can't not respect you in a in a professional sense if you know what you're doing. So yeah. that was that. Um something I just thought of when you went to the bathroom was uh mm. When you're in a guest of a house, right, and you're in their bathroom, Baby do you find, wipes. do you, oh shit, do you find that you're observing everything?
1: Yeah, I was actually very observant of the decor just now. This you, time, I've been in that bathroom a million times. Yeah. For some reason, I was very observant yeah. of the decor this time. The uh, the the towel oh. hanger yep. things yeah, yeah. are all yeah, yeah. mismatched. Mm-hmm. They're not
0: in a straight line. Yeah yeah, they're all obscure. Well, you, you know, you find that when you go to take a towel. It's yeah. a little easier if it's, you know... I, I figured it was maybe. I don't even... I don't I don't know. It might just be trendy and cool. Oh, it could be. Like um, a Pinterest thing, you know? But I do find when I go to a, a, someone's house and I'm a guest, yeah. I just, like... I could tell you what your guest bathroom looks like in and out, you know? Fuck,
1: dude. I wish I would have cleaned it better before uh, you came over last
0: time. No, I'm just very observant, Pete. You know, and I like to snoop around a little bit. You do? Watch. Okay, let's Wait. talk about that. Last
1: time Nick came over my house, he was like, uh... <laughs> you, you mind if I take a look in your bedroom? And it, like, was already sort of, like, about to open the door. Oh, and I was in the room. I was yeah. like, hey, You mind if I take a look around? And I, like, was... I cleaned the house, you know? But, like, by, by cleaning the house, I, like, threw everything inside my bedroom to, like, make it look clean. Yeah. And, um... And naturally, I'm a pretty clean person, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've got, like, a little bit All of OCD. yeah, yeah. But... He caught me slipping, yep. you know, and um, Nick had no problem walking right in and just being like, hey, you mind if I snoop around your bedroom, walk to my closet, my
0: bathroom, I everywhere. like to know what's going on around me. Like, what's, you know, what's behind this door? And uh, it was Narnia. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, it was—it wasn't horrible. It scarred me.
1: I, just know, I clean my house thoroughly every day now, <laughs> just in case Nick pops up and it's just like, hey, just checking in. And the last
0: two times I have it over, Pete's like, ironically, started cleaning. Like when I, you know. Well, was, yeah, dude, I'm was, not he, gonna. He was dusting the wall last <laughs> time. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, is there dust on you? It was just like, crazy thing, but you know, listen. I'm not letting
1: you judge me, bro. I, I would
0: say it was it was a medium medium burger. Don't know? think I didn't you know? notice
1: you were folding laundry <laughs> as I walked in here, just trying to flex on me that you fold your laundry, bro. L- L-
0: Listen, you know, I could have caught him maybe on. I'm not saying it was bad. It was just a bad day. May, may, maybe he was lacking that day or didn't think I was going to snoop around that day. You know? I hadn't
1: started my 75 soft yet. Yeah, oh, I was, was a different true. man. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Um,
0: so, you know, listen, no
1: judgment. No I judgment. had a different identity. My internal temperature was cold that cold, day. Cold, cold, cold. But, uh, you know. Now I got the windows open and shit. It's hot.
0: And, and I don't mind people snooping around my house, too. Yeah,
1: maybe. I, I wouldn't know. invade your privacy like that. You,
0: uh, you've
1: never? Have you ever stepped in my room before? The one time you brought me in your closet to get a funny shirt.
0: Yeah, it was, was it, yeah, it was. I didn't really look. I intentionally don't, like. I'm going to leave a vibrator on the fucking nightstand, Pete. Almost one time. Um, My mom was coming over. That was an awkward situation. Uh, But, not, joking. Um, But, uh, so, yes. I would say I always notice everything, and. uh, I always notice (laughs) everything. Keep your shit cleaned up. Uh, (laughs) All right. No. Can't um, wait for you to come over next time, boy. Last thing I got, Pete, is. uh, What do you have? When you're in a public restroom, boom, boom, pee, bang, bang, do you wash your hands every time? Uh, yeah, now I do. Okay. I For a long time in my life, I did not.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, something happened. I can't really think of what, like, the... I don't know why. What? I, what I, mean at some point to... in my life recently, I just... I Like, a,
0: uh, was it... JoJo,
1: like, called me out one time, and mm-hmm. I, she was right, you know, I hadn't. She was, did you wash your hands? And I was, mm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not mm-hmm. a liar either, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And I was like, I never want to feel this feeling again.
0: No, see, I... I'm not a liar either, but I would be like, nah, didn't, you know? Yeah, right, right. Listen, bro, listen. Here's my thing. I almost think it's more, more clean. I go up there, I do the toothpick clamp, right, a little, right, in you know and, and the urinal, two shakes, and I'm out. Yeah, no, okay, right. Yeah. So, like, and everyone's like, oh, that's disgusting. You're telling me go to a sink at a public restroom that's. Yeah, Filthy my dick's germs. clean.
1: You know, you know, like, it's not like I'm touching something dirty Correct. until I touch the sink. Correct. You know, but yeah. like you're you're disgust. You know, we okay. So okay, let me rephrase my answer. So maybe I, you're gonna start not washing your hands. Well, if I pee, I probably am not washing my hands. But okay. like, if someone else is in the bathroom with me, I probably will just do mm, you know, not get the judgment. Do my cert, due yeah, diligence. Yeah, yeah. Um Like you and I were in a public yeah, restroom yeah. recently. peed. You didn't wash your hands and embraced it. Cool. I did just. To yeah. have done it,
0: but did you notice when Tommy was in the restroom, I did wash my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, I don't. You know, yeah. social acceptance. Well, I do also understand the fact of like it is my dick. You know that, right? I'm touching, and it's clean. But I am gonna go shake hands with a dude, and I would think twice before mm. shaking a hand with a dude when you know I just uh, touched my balls with okay, my hands. You fair. know, yeah, that's so I. I but
1: do... pooping, washing hands every time, right? We well, yeah, d- well it depends. What are? The, when do you don't? When do you not? Like when it was one of those
0: wipes where nothing's on it. Just just, just figured out how to back myself into a corner. Um. So if I'm at me home and uh normal Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Chilling. Nah, I ain't wash my ass, You know. Really. Unless there's some tire marks on on me. You know, like say that day everything was just wild west. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would. You know, basically my <laughs> rule of thumb is. If You're I don't only get, washing
1: your hands in public.
0: If I don't get anything on your hands on your hands, or that day I'm feeling like, you know, listen, I'll wash my hands. Yeah. I don't wash my hands. <laughs> 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 but listen. I respect listen, the honesty. Everyone around me is super immune effective. Yeah, you never get sick. I never get sick. That's good. What's my quote? The Babylonians have sinks with fucking soap? They did not. No, probably when not. When was that invented, Pete? Maybe 50 years ago washing your hands? Maybe. Here's it's all been
1: downhill since then, too if you really think about it. Think about <laughs> it, bro.
0: What they have? What they have? The fucking uh 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 what what everyone, the plague? The plague. Yeah, okay. L- let yeah. me see that. That was pretty bad, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. That came I mean, from rats or something. Killed yeah. like 40% of the p- earth's population. But yeah. um but listen, do your thing. I'm not going to judge you if you wash your hands or don't. Team no wash. Um, but I'm going to keep washing.
1: Yeah. This is one of the habits I'm not going to get on board with for you.
0: you listen, I, it matches the the file subscription, you know, for us. I would say people who looked at us, they would say he probably washes his hands and he probably doesn't. Fair enough. But that, that doesn't make me really, that's not a, you know. It's fault. not a fault. No. Yeah, yeah, I am me. All right, guys. I think that is it for today. Um, we like keeping these boys-only segments, kind of short, sweet, to the point. Uh, Let us know uh, if you like that. Yeah, yeah. Please we'll do hanging. them long if you want them long. We're and just our, trying to figure out. I know we definitely have weekly uh, weekly listeners, guys. Um, either on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube. If you watch, um, give us your feedback, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you know we don't have a huge regular following, but we definitely do. So wherever um, it
1: is you are watching, leave a comment so we can see where people yeah, are watching too. Um,
0: and, uh, and give us feedback. We, we really do love that. We want to keep improving and keep giving you guys the content you want to see. So um, thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. We love you guys. Continue to tell our, your family, friends, coworkers about us. It means the world. We will see you guys next week. Peace. I'm on stuck again. Trying to stack a little dog, trying to catch a win. And next time I drop a coup, it's going to be a
1: twin turbo. Always been a G, when I ain't never been a herb, though. When I'm switching lanes, it should call a nigga swervo.